Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 film collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. You're listening to the PRO Media Network. The next level in entertainment. Let's go, baby, from the top. One, two, three, three, four, 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 five, ten, We have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. You chimed in with the podcast 369. That's right on the Sports Coma 369 coming at you. I'd like to thank all the new subscribers. I'm established subscribers. That round of applause for you for joining us again on Sports Corner episode 369, man. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about a lot today in this shortened podcast. We've got a lot to hit you with, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, Saints OTA's recap, uh, we're going to hit you with that today, covering that. Saints also hosted some defensive backs on today, bringing in three defensive backs to challenge. Now, of course, we addressed this on the show. Fam. Of course, we talked about the secondary. Of course, we talked about the spots behind the top three cornerbacks. Of course, the first round draft pick guys in Moore and Lattimore and Apple. And then the PJ, uh, PJ, not PJ Williamson, Patrick Robinson as a third cornerback. And then behind him, fourth cornerback being PJ Williams, Ken Crawley, Justin Hardy, and so on and so forth. The pickings get kind of thin. But we'll discuss the three cornerbacks the Saints tried out today. Maybe one or two of them will try to stick on the team. We'll talk about Drew Brees' diamonds. Drew's diamonds. This is something going on with Drew's impacting his ability to be at the OTAs. We'll cover that. Gerald McCoy is on the Saints watch. Is McCoy coming to the Saints? Not so much. He stays within the division, gets kind of revenge on Tampa, but not with the Saints. We'll fill you in on that. And also, we'll talk about interviews. We'll have interviews we'll play for you by Coach Payton. He'll chime in, Marcus Davenport, Mario Edwards Jr., and, of course, Ted Ginn Jr. So we got a lot of juniors on the show, and we'll hit you with them. Now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive right into it. The Saints bringing in a few defensive backs today. Now, we talked about this on the show. We talked about the fact that the Saints are kind of slim behind the top three, and you got Patrick Robinson coming off that busted ankle. And the Saints is obviously seeing this a need here to address it now. It's reported by NFL Network, among several other entities, about the fact the Saints did bring in, are bringing in some of these guys. No word on them yet in terms of who they might like. But Tavon, we got Kayvon Webster, the 5'11 
cornerback that comes into the team, Cody Sensabaugh and Prince Charles Iwara. If I'm just getting his name now, we're going to start with Sensabaugh. Now, Sensabaugh is a guy that entered the league in 2012 as a fourth-round pick by the Titans out of Clemson. He played four seasons with Tennessee, appearing in 59 games and 27 starts, totaling two interceptions, 23 pass breakups, and three fumble recoveries. He had a sack with 162 total tackles. Of course, he was with the Rams, spent time with the Giants, and of course, notably with the Pittsburgh Steelers in the offseason. Now that he was released by the team, he's 30 years old, 5'11", 187, with 43 starts. Over his eight-year career with those three picks, like I mentioned before, this guy has a lot of experience. You know, eight years in the league, not that many interceptions, but you can tell he's more of a tackling cornerback than anything. Not much of a pick, a pick-off man. But this is Cody Sensabaugh has a lot of a wealth of experience, and he's. Could you? Would I'm asking my my family out there, who that black and gold mafia fan, all my sports coma fam. Is this guy an upgrade over P.J. Williams, Ken Crawley? And I would say, hell yeah, he's an upgrade over P.J. Williams and Ken Crawley. P.J. Williams would be lucky he can even get even close to his sixth or seventh year in the league, the way he's been playing, the way he's been cutting up. But outside of that, the Saints also brought in two other cornerbacks, another guy by the name of Kayvon Webster, who 21, 28 years of age, he came into the league as a third-round pick, by Denver out of South Florida. He played 54 games with Denver in four seasons, mostly as a special team standout. He had some depth in that outstanding, outstanding secondary they had. He had two interceptions, a forced fumble, four passes defense during his Broncos career and was a key contributor for the defense that went on to uh, Super Bowl. Webster would sign a free agent deal with the Rams and he started 11 games with an interception, 7 pass breakups, and, eight, and 38 tackles before the season ended. Achilles injury uh, hurt him. Then he would reach a deal with Houston last season when he appeared in just 2 games because of leg injury. So Kevin Webster's, Webster's a very talented player, but suffering with injuries has been his main cause for pause. Then, of course, the other lead, the very least experience of the defensive backs the Saints brought was Iwara, who appeared in only one regular season game uh, since being in a seven-round pick out of Western Kentucky back in 2016. Spent two years with the Niners before bouncing around on practice squads, Chiefs, Redskins, and, of course, the Falcons from last season. Now, the terrific thing about this guy, he's also a 5'11 guy, is lightning fast, lightning fast, uh, but his issue would is that he would be protected as a special team. I don't know if you would trust that guy. He got good speed. He's only five foot eleven, but he has an, it's a reason why he can't stick. You know, whatever that reason is, but you know, I'm looking at him probably as the one that you have two guys with experience, an eighth and seven year guy, and then you got this guy with very limited limited experience. But the Saints obviously seem the need to bring him in to take a look see and see exactly what he can do. Now of course he's not gonna push None of the top three cornerbacks, unless there's an injury situation that we're not aware of with Patrick Robinson, we'd expect those three guys to come out. And then in the third nickel positions, you'll see uh, Johnson Gardner Johnson out there. But as far as guys is coming in, we're looking at them as being pushing P.J. Williams and Ken Crawley off the roster per se. You know, that is definitely an area of weakness for New Orleans. And I applaud them majorly for addressing it. So we'll keep an eye, uh, eye on this in recent developments. Moving on, 
the New Orleans Saints add three to their Hall of Fame. Now, this is not the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton. This is the Saints' personal Hall of Fame in Kenner that the Saints have, and they've added three new inductees into the Hall of Fame. And it happened on Wednesday where they had the official induction ceremony. Uh, well, actually, they mentioned the guys that was going in. Now, the official induction ceremony is not going to happen until the 25th of October, which will include festivities up until the Saints' October 27th home game against the Cardinals. And the latest additions to the Saints' Hall of Fame is, of course, Kathleen Blanco, if you remember her from the governor that has some of those from 2004 20, uh, into 08, where she was the governor during the horrible times to Katrina. You remember that? Uh, she was the governor. She kind of disappeared after all that. I don't blame her. Then you have Reggie Bush there. Uh, he was from 26, 2006 or 2006 to 2010, in which this guy, I just can't believe how fast time would get past us. You know, you're talking about Reggie Bush going into the Saints. Hall of Fame, you know, he was one of the most exciting players in the history of Saints, in Saints history. I mean, Reggie Bush created the leaping over people phenomenon before social media exploded into existence. I mean, Reggie Bush, man, he's like not playing anymore. I mean, it's just kind of crazy to me how time is just jetting by, but he is an inductee who will be put into the Saints Hall of Fame. Uh, but he's decided to now. He was a decorated player coming out of college, uh, Heisman Trophy winner at USC, All Rookie Team in 2006 when he was added after the, the uh, Katrina years, and he went on to have a fantastic career with the Saints: 4,232 yards from scrim scrimmage, 294 reception, 29 offensive touchdowns. He was once one of the most versatile weapons in the league, and he can give New Orleans an explosive element with his punt return skills. He led the NFL with three punt return scores in 08. He would have four touchdown returns in New Orleans' career. He had a memorable game against Arizona during the 2010 divisional playoff game, accumulating 108 offensive yards, a touchdown on just nine touches, had an spectacular 83-yard punt return. He had multiple thousand-yard rushing seasons with the Dolphins and the Lions, and leaving the Saints in 2011. The Saints kind of flirted with bringing him back several years ago, but just chose not to. But he is definitely a guy that we're going to remember for a very long time. Big ups to Reggie Bush as he is called to be the inductee. And then if you can't add nobody else to the Hall of Fame, this guy here was absolutely the epitome of an underdog. Seven round draft pick, damn near Mr. Relevant, Marcus Colston from 2006 to 2015. This guy was a saint for the duration of his entire career. 250 draft picks after Bush was selected. Number two in 06, the Saints shoot. The 252nd pick in the seventh round to select a little-known player named Marcus Colston out of the University of Hofstra. Now, Colston, 6'4", 225, would win the starting job in preseason and became a favorite for the Saints, and then he never let it go. Now, he finished tied second in the voting for Offensive Rookie of the Year in 06 as he had 70 catches for 1,038 yards and eight touchdowns. Colston would go on to set numerous franchise marks, including receiving production over the next 10 years with uh, the Saints earning a nickname, the Choir Storm for his unassuming demeanor. He finished his career with 711 receptions for 9,759 yards and 72 
touchdowns, all tops in Saints franchise history. His best year was in 07 when he had 98 catches for 12-02 and eight scores. He had 70 catches for 1,074 yards and nine touchdowns during the Saints World Championship season of 09 and led the team with 83 yards receiving on seven catches in the Super Bowl. He had seven seasons of at least 70 catches in eight years, over 900 yards and a lot more to speak about. Now, amazingly enough, he was never selected to a Pro Bowl despite his production, but is considered one of the greatest offensive players in history. That's absolutely amazing that Marcus Colston never selected to a Pro Bowl. That is absolutely a shame, but he is getting the accolades he deserves now as he is officially named to be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame along with Reggie Bush. So, Big ups to those inductees, uh, Reggie Bush, Marcus Colson, and, and former Governor uh, Blanco. As it's well earned. Now, before we get into any more discussion about that and any more news, let's hear what Coach Sean Payton had to say about the OTAs. We'll get into that coming up soon. The off season is, or the spring is. You know, it's. I, I know there's a lot of people that feel like, man, that fourth game, and yet. I know each season there's guys that are, that we're making decisions on after that fourth game that are going to play more in that fourth game and special teams that are going to play more offensively and defensively. And so uh, I know what currently exists, and that's not to say that if it went to three that you just have to change how you're rolling your players through. But um, after doing this a while, there's – you know, you have opinions on some things, and yet uh, I think ultimately that'll be an ownership, uh, management council, and a players' union decision. Um, but I, but I do think that time in pads from when we start to the start of the regular season is vital relative to the evaluation process and the preparation for, uh, you know, getting ready to start the regular season. So. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm sure they'll they'll go through a lot of the the different scenarios. How would you just assess your secondary just at this point through um, so far with everything going? How would you assess your secondary? Look, uh, I, I think it's a group that, when I say a veteran group, some of those guys are young, but I, I think uh, certainly we've got a returning group that have all played uh, a lot of snaps. So I think they're uh, I think they're doing well. Sean. Uh, I know you said that Grayson hasn't played a lot of a lot of football. Uh, he's kind of bounced around, got a lot to learn. But when you see that speed, uh, does that kind of get your your mind going? There's certain plays that, that do, and then there's other plays that you just realize, man, um, it's going to take a while. You know, um, so I think the you know the, the interesting and exciting element is his ability to run. And you know, today you saw a couple of flash plays, but um, but I, I still think, look, he's he's got an uphill battle and one that he knows he's going to You have to work on some of the details of being a receiver. Um, now, can he can he stand out and be a special teams player? Well, then that, you know, we've had guys that have done that that maybe weren't for, far as far along at their position. And, and so I think that's something we'll get to see more once we're in those situations. That's Coach Payton talking about players and situations and OTAs. Always, as usual, Coach Payton bringing the information. 
I actually received a report to talk about Cyril Grayson's speed and what he could possibly bring to the special teams game is, is going to be awesome. The fact that the Saints this year have overhauled the special teams area of the team, new coordinator, new assistants, um, new personnel, the and, and of course the the uh, I guess you could say the fixture in the whole matrix is Morstead, who's the best punter in my opinion. Uh, one of the best punters in NFL history, simply the obviously the best punter in Saints history. But you have him, and then the Saints made Will Lutz one of the highest paid kickers in the NFL. So you have Morstead Lutz as mainstays in the special team room, not to mention, not to mention Taysom Hill. You got to add Taysom Hill in that special teams mixture as well. Then Chris Banjo, Justin Hardy, uh, Vince Bijo. You have a bevy of different special team aces that'll come in and contribute in that room. So it's going to be a very fierce time as far as the special teams are concerned. Now, let's go into the OTA news that, that happened uh, this past Tuesday. Now, if we're looking at the fact that Drew Brees wasn't there. We'll get into the reason why Drew wasn't in there. We'll break that down. If you're a last-minute gift shopper, then Instacart is your holiday rescue app this season. No more tracking packages, no more trips to the post office, and no more Christmas gifts arriving in February. Instead, you can just download Instacart to order gifts like beauty, tech, and gourmet goods from local stores and get them delivered in as fast as one hour. Plus, right now, you'll get free delivery on your first three orders. This offer is valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Must be 21 plus to purchase alcohol where available. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Momentarily, but with him out, Teddy Bridgewater was the stand-in at the quarterback for the first team offense. And according to Peyton, he had a good opportunity uh, he said it was a good opportunity for Bridgewater to kind of get more acclimated to the system. Now, Drew, Teddy needs to take advantage of whenever Drew's not there and run that, special, that first team because that game against Carolina last year left a lot to be desired. You know, that really wasn't an impressive outing from Teddy Bridgewater, the guy that was the rookie of the year with the Minnesota Vikings when he first came and a guy that led the Vikings into the playoffs in several seasons that he was in there and played at a high level. The Bridgewater I've seen with Carolina has a lot left to be desired, man. I mean, really. So he needs to take advantage of all the snaps that he can get. Now, there were eight other players not present during Tuesday's session. Right guard Larry Walford with undisclosed injury. Still no word on what that disclosed, undisclosed injury is. I hope, I hope it's not something long-term detrimental because we need Larry Walford there. Safety Chris Banjo has a knee situation defensive tackle Sheldon Rank as you know about his Achilles he's not going to play until sometimes but the OTAs uh, 
have been really, you know, kind of, uh, kind of a, a view into what the Saints are attempted to do in terms of personnel and add players. And other players' absence from Tuesday's meeting was, of course, Cam Meredith, no big surprise there, Kirk, Keith Kirkwood, Deontay Harris, the other punt return guy, and Trayvon Durrell, also linebacker, undrafted linebacker Chase Hansen, wasn't available in that as well. Now, getting into the Drew's Diamond situation, now he was absent from the practice uh, in, other, in another team activities dealing with a lawsuit that he has in San Diego. Now, according to Superior Court documents of California, there the proceedings were set up in Monday in the case which Breeze and his wife were suing San Diego-based jeweler. And the court was due back in session Tuesday morning. And Drew, of course, this was some uh, a situation in which he Drew Breeze said that he was overcharged for diamonds that him and his wife had purchased. Now, this was ongoing. This has been going on for several years now. Or breeze and we were anticipating uh, this lawsuit to finally hit court and and you know and and Drew is you know he's not known to be a uh, he's known to be a very serious guy when it comes down to his money now of course you know Drew Breeze has several restaurants and he's an excellent businessman as well so one thing I can tell you is don't play with Drew Breeze behind his goddamn money. I mean, straight up, Drew, Drew, Drew a suyas. But, you know, this is something that happened. Hopefully, they can get it um, kicked out. Now, to give you a little bit of information, I know it's not too much into, like, football, football, but this is our starting quarterback. This is our Hall of Fame, Drew Brees. You want to know why he's not in the freaking camp. Now, he, he's accusing a jeweler of conning them out of $9 million. That's a lot of scratch, man. It's a lot of scratching. Give you a little brief information. This happened all last year, but he's accusing the jeweler that he met in his NFL career of conning him out of nine million dollars of badly overcharging him for diamonds. So from 2010 to 2016, Moratti advised his wife to allocate funds into an alternative asset class of investment grade diamonds and told us that he would use his connections and expertise to acquire them on behalf or below market value, according to Drew. In an effort to diversify the investment portfolio, they trusted what the man said and invested. Now, Maurice, um, Moratti, which is his name, assure, assured him that, him meaning Drew and his, his wife, that he would be compensated by the sellers for any investment grade diamonds he acquired on behalf. But in 2017, Breeze hired an independent appraiser and evaluated the investment diamonds. The investor told them that they paid $9 million more than the diamonds were actually worth, according to the lawsuit. The experts said $8.2 million ring was worth $3.6 million. Uh, a, he said, and the $8.2 million ring was worth only $3.6 million. So the guy was just ripping them off big time. So uh, it's unclear when he will return to the team, how long these procedures will take on, but that's a little information into Drew's diamond situation. So Drew playing with uh, with big uh, stones there. Now, <laughs> take it how you want it. But anyway, let's get to our next topic. We're going to talk about the Saints watch dealing with Gerald McCoy, you know, uh, how Gerald McCoy has found a new home. You know what, before we get to that, let's hear what Marcus Davenport, the defensive end, let's give you a little Marcus Davenport, then we'll talk about Jeremy McCoy in a second. Mark, back into the swing of it, we didn't know how much work you were going to get in these OTAs, but it seems like you're getting a little bit of it. Uh, just how are you feeling right now? 
I'm feeling better. You know, it's still an ongoing process, but um, I think we're taking steps in the right direction. You know, when you look and see the additions you guys have made to this defensive line, how do you feel like these guys are going to fit in with what you offer and what Cam offers and what Sheldon brings? You know, as a unit, I think we've progressively gotten better, and it's not just what we bring. Is you know, it's, we're a unit, so that's definitely going to be shown, and that's why we're in OTAs. You know, to really uh, learn that chemistry. You know, how different are these OTAs for you? This is your second time around. You kind of have a better feel for what they expect and what to do. Hmm. Uh, uh, there I go. Um, I, I'm still in the same thing. You know, I'm still just trying to make it through and just get better. I think that was the focus last year, and that's still the focus. Yeah, but your head can't be swimming as much as it was last year. No, it's just more on myself now. It's not about learning the playbook. It's about learning myself and my game again. You know, what are you discovering about yourself? <laughs> it's fun to go fast. So, you know, I think I think that's probably the best thing I have to learn. Just uh, keep on going fast. The rest, the rest uh, me and my coach will take care of. You know, it's Marcus Davenport, y'all. It's fun to go fast, and hopefully you go fast and play damn near every snap of the season. Be there for all of the games, including the playoff run. We're going to need that Marcus Davenport to show up this year. You know, I'm not expecting him to get 10 or 12 sacks. I'll be really, I wouldn't be surprised, but, I, you know, I'm thinking in this year, maybe add up from his side, maybe seven or eight sacks to kind of complement with Cam, we probably will produce 10 or 12 sacks from that side. Now, of course, you got Malcolm Brown in the middle who provide a push up the middle, and you got to double down Malcolm Brown, but Sheldon Rankins comes back. That'll be another big addition, and I'd say we'll probably have one of the, if not the most solid defensive line we've had in a very long time in New Orleans. Now, while Sheldon's out the addition, we're looking at probably Mario Edwards Jr., who was signed behind Malcolm Brown, who didn't get a lot of the big pub that Malcolm Brown got when he signed. But Mario Edwards Jr. is going to be a very important part of the Saints defensive line, being that he could play either in or defensive tackle, even though the Saints see him more as an interior tackle, interior alignment than anything. Let's hear what uh, Mario Edwards Jr. had to say about being in. So he's been going pretty good. What's it like to be a part of this defensive line with Cam and when Sheldon comes back, the type of force you guys can do? Uh, it's really good. Uh, working with Cam has been great, and can't wait to get Sheldon back as well. But uh, just learning things from Coach Ryan and you know different moves and different things like that has been great. What was the big reason why you wanted to join this team? Uh, big thing was just they kept it, you know, no gray areas with me. They were straight up front with what I would be doing and what they needed me to do. And then just being able to come here and contribute with the great guys they already had was a big, a big reason for me. Well, what's it like just to be back close to, you know, Pastor Drew? Uh, it's great, man. I'm a, about an hour and a half away from home, so I can go see my brother, my grandmother, my niece, and things like that. So it's always good to be close to home. For fans who don't, don't know you, what do you, what do you bring to the team? What, what, uh, what can, what, sell yourself, I guess. <laughs> uh, just somebody's going to go 110, man. Uh, good run stopper, can play the pass, and just going to go out there and give it everything I've got to contribute. Potentially just what this group can do in this unitude, I guess that really excites you, doesn't it? Definitely. Uh, just to be a part of this whole defense, you know, and especially how close they were last year, and just to be able to come and put my, my little thing on it is definitely big for me. How much does your versatility help being able to play inside and outside of the um, I think it helps a lot uh, to be able to be an in, a three, a nose. It's really anything that they ask me to do. Uh, I think that helps me a lot with, uh, you know, scheming and things like that. Mario Elvis Jr., y'all, giving his thought, his insights on what he'll bring to all the Saints. Of course, the Saints see this man.
as a def interior defensive lineman, but I could see Sean Payton moving them around. Dennis Allen using them in different rotations. Not a pass rusher per se, more of a balance. And like I say, he's a better interior defensive lineman than exterior defensive lineman, to be honest with you. And somebody else is going to have to step up and provide the pass rushing, and whether it's Carl Granderson or Wes Horton, who the Saints just brought over from Carolina, one of those guys is going to have to step up and perform. Uh, let's go to our final interview, Ted and Jr. talking about issues dealing with the Saints as Ted Ginn. You be up for it? Or I mean, uh, me playing this league for so long, you know, uh, seeing what 16 games is all about, to add two more and have to go through all that banging and different things like that, I, I really don't see the point for it. Have they added players to the roster, expanded the rosters, and maybe took some of the wear and tear off the players that way? Do you think it could maybe work? Or? I mean, we could design it any way you want to design it. You know what I'm saying? But it's just still, if I ain't getting the wear and tear, he is. If he ain't getting it, I'm getting it. Like, don't really change, you know, who's getting the wear and tear. You know, it just add more TV time. But it, like last year, if there were 18 games, wouldn't it have benefited you in a way? Because you would have gotten to play more regular season games. I mean, yeah, but nine times out of 10, you don't have an injury every year. You know, uh, well, you try not to. You know, uh, it's just as hard to get back for 16 games. It's going to be just as hard to get back. Doing everything that he's supposed to do as a young guy, you know, and uh, picking up from the old guys. And just, you know, going for what he know. As Ted Gunn Jr. talking about a bevy of different topics, including Sarah Grayson, as you hear the media love Sarah Grayson, his speed, his ability. Love to see him and, and Ted Gunn Jr. getting a foot race, but I would love to see those guys being used in the Saints offense at the same time. I think it to take the top off the defense would be excellent to see that top end speed on the Saints offense and special teams, and in any way you can move Sarah Grayson around and maybe the Tommy Lee role reverses and stuff like that. Use Tommy Lee sometimes as a, as a running back back there, but he had all that speed but no shift in this. Sarah Grayson's a little different. So let's move on to our final, final topic dealing with the sports coma tonight, and that's the Saints watch dealing with Gerald McCoy. Of course, McCoy is no longer on the Saints wire or watch anymore because he agreed to a contract with the Carolina Panthers, uh, who we were hoping that he don't sign, but the Carolina Panthers were obviously the team that needed his service the most. He ended up staying in the same division to get kind of revenge with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just not with the Saints, but with the Carolina Panthers. Now, he was agreed on one-year deal with the Panthers, estimated about $10.5 million, which included a $4 million signing bonus. So his base salary is $3 million. If you were in New Orleans, we, you tell me we couldn't afford to do that? I mean, we could have drew a little caveat in there. You're not making metanomas as good at moving money around. Perhaps not as much overall money, but maybe a little bit more on the signing bonus. I mean, we could have definitely pulled that off, I think so. But lo and behold, uh, he ended up joining the Carolina Panthers, and, you know, that's not going to be a, that's gonna be a pretty hard thing to see Gerald McCoy with the Carolina Panthers with that defensive line that they have, so... Man, too bad on them. But anyway, Gerald McCoy ends up going to the Carolina Panthers, and we just have to tool up and be ready to take on the Panthers, take on the Falcons, and anybody else. What we know about the fact that the Dominican Sewers with Tampa Bay, McCoy.
McCoy goes to Carolina, so we just got to keep our offensive line stout and get ready to play some ball. Anyway, that'll do it for the show. I'd like to thank y'all for joining us today on the Sports Coma. Episode 369, if you enjoyed the show, feel free to share the show with your friends, your friends, and family. Want to share it on social media? Share wherever you please. You got the full right to to share. Also, hit the subscribe, subscription, notification bells for future content. Put us up on Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, like I said, before, to support our, support our sponsors. And sign up for Spreaker to hit all your podcasts. And remember, every weekend, we start the Sports Coma Live video show. Where you can call in live and get to talk to me about all your latest things. So thank you for joining us today. Peace. If you haven't heard the sports coma, this is what you're missing. Check out the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. I'm a Saints and Pelicans fan, so the only podcast I can get my fix is the Sports Coma with Big Q. The guys intense, funny, and they always keep it real. Check out the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys. Embrace Pet Insurance is more than just pet insurance. Embrace Pet Insurance promises to provide genuine support and certainty when your pet needs it the most. With personalized accident and illness policies, compassionate customer care, rated and reviewed pet today, up to 90% back on bills at any vet, total protection, pet insurance and wellness, and dependable claims payments. Get the top rated and reviewed coverage for your pet today. Go to EmbracePetInsurance.com. That's EmbracePetInsurance.com. Check the link in the description section below. Are you a boxing fan? Check out Ring Kings Boxing only on the PRO Media Network. Sports fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love, unique one-of-a-kind designs exclusively by Fanatics, and autographed collectibles from today's biggest stars shipped directly to your home. Join Fanatics Rewards for free to earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and for a limited time, get 20% off all orders. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Hit the link below and rep the black and gold today. Who that? Do you need a domain name? About a host for your website that can work with WordPress. Try Namecheap.com. They make registering, hosting, and managing domain names for yourself or others easy and affordable because of the internet needs people. Namecheap is an ICANN accredited domain register and technology company founded in 2000. It's one of the fastest growing American companies according to the 2018 Inc. 5000. Celebrating nearly two decades of providing unparalleled levels of service, security, and support. Namecheap has been steadfast and customer satisfaction with over 10 million domains under management. Namecheap is among the top domain registers and web providers in the world. They offer a full selection of popular and unique domains along with fully featured hosting packages, SSL security certificates, WhoisGuard privacy protections, and more, all at the lowest prices in the industry. So if you need a domain name or hosting or anything else, think Namecheap.com. That's right, Namecheap.com. Check the description section below for link. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. 
If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.